0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Well, it's Wednesday, October 30th. Welcome to Picks and Parlays, the show that's going to feature not a single Cy Young Award winner. I'm your host, Nick Geber. You can find me on Twitter, at Nick Geber. It's a great World Series game seven day today and we're looking forward to the nationals at the astros for that big climax to the baseball season we're going to cover that of course by the way broadcasting live on the sports byline broadcast network american forces network i TuneIn, tune in and streaming live video to youtube facebook and twitter want to find us just hashtag parlay radio or search picks and parlays will come up and if you want to participate in the show you can do that just by placing a wee comment in the comment space and we will do our very best to read it out on the show for you provided that it's not too rude i said too rude some rude is in fact allowed so big show for you today we have count trapula himself craig trap coming on to talk uh we're going to talk a little world series game seven and cincinnati East Carolina in college football, but never fear he'll be followed up by Deshaun Higgs himself for some NFL. We're going to talk Bears at Eagles, Colts at Steelers, and the Titans at Panthers. And we're going to top it all off as the Duffman cometh with Joe Duffy, college football, SMU at Memphis, Oregon at USC, TCU at Oklahoma State. Those are the games that we're going to talk about today. Listen, we give away free picks on this show. But if you go to our website at picksandparleys.net, you will not be surprised to find an absolute smorgasbord of free sports betting picks for you. They will cost you nary a penny. That's right, folks. Absolutely scot-free. But when you're ready and you want to kick it up a little bit and go for some of our expert picks, we have like 25 or 35 expert handicappers for you to choose from, and their expert picks are available at a very reasonable cost, speaking of which, with the NBA season underway now, we have a special NBA package for you until tomorrow night. That's right, till the weaning hours of Halloween, you can get $100 off our NBA package. That's right, $5.99 will get you one kappa, and when you're ready, you can double it. Two kappas for seven ninety nine. dollars 99 go to picksandparlays.net. All right, when we come back, we're going to pick it up with Craig Trapp. Don't go anywhere, Picks and Parlays Radio. I'll be right back after this welcome back to the show picks and parlays here on the sports byline broadcast network i'm your host nick eber in for chelsea messenger find me on twitter at nick eber it's really very simple and of course you can find us streaming live on twitter youtube and facebook if you'd like to find us on those various sites just uh, search and you will see them all right uh as promised we're going to be joined by count trapula right now craig trap the huapo of picks and parlays we've got a lot to get to today. Actually, we're going to talk a little World Series and a little college football. First, Craig, how was your morning?
1: That's a good day here in Cincinnati. Of course, uh, rainy this time of year. Seems like it rains as much as it does, is nice out. Uh, but hopefully, they clear up tonight. Um, you know, some some trick-or-treat tonight, some tomorrow night. So, But uh, happy Halloween early if it is tonight for you guys.
0: Yeah, indeed. Well, thank you, Craig. I had a great morning. I got up early, had a mani-pedi, a mani-pedi and a bikini wax. I'm ready for the show. So, let's go, shall we? Uh, let's start with uh, World Series Game Seven, shall we? Because I will say this: you know, we talk about our expert handicappers on this show, and they're on this show every day, Monday through Friday. We bring you the best that we have to offer at picks and parlays. To a man, yesterday, and I'm not being sexist here. We didn't have any women on yesterday. Okay. They said, take the Nationals, and they even gave us the money line play. I think it was plus 140. That was a fabulous play if you took it, and if you didn't, well, what can I say? You're a numpty. All right, by the way, on YouTube, Illwise says, NBA Clippers versus Jazz, our thought. I think we're going to be getting to that at some point today. If not, we can do that a little bit later. But let's get back to the World Series, Game 7. Uh, game 6 ended with uh, some great pitching from Strasburg and some home runs. Uh, put put it away for the Nationals. This, however, is going to have Max Scherzer and Zach Grinke, the first time ever, two Cy Young Award winners are going to start a Game 7, which is a record in and of itself. Scherzer for the Nationals, 11-7 in the regular season, 2.92 ERA, 3-0, 2.16 ERA in the postseason, and Grinke, 18-5, 2.93 ERA regular season, postseason 10-2, 5.3 ERA. Scherzer having seven days of rest after waking up with some neck spasms. See, I get neck spasms when I wake up, but that doesn't excuse me from work. Ah, Craig, how do you see this one?
1: Well, interesting matchup here. You, of course, uh, you have the bulldog. Matt Scherzer uh, battling back after you said the neck injury, Um, extended rest here. uh, Started, of course, game one was very impressive. Five earned runs, uh, five innings, two earned runs, three walks, seven strikeouts, only five hits. Uh, versus Game 3 starter for uh, Zach Greinke and the Astros, of course, known as a mental midget. A lot of people, that was always the knock on Greinke that he couldn't go to a big market team because there would be too much pressure. And, of course, now he's in Game 7. But he was good Game 3, 4.2 earned runs, 4.2 innings, one earned run, six strikeouts, seven hits. Uh, but he's just not had the year that I thought he was going to have um, so I definitely, uh, at first look, as far as a pitching matchup, I'm going to give this edge to Max Scherzer as far as the starting pitching matchup. But let's remember, it's game seven. Everybody, but probably last night's pitchers, starters, yeah. are going to be available in the bullpen.
0: And last night's pitchers were, if I'm not mistaken, they were they were absolute warriors. I mean, how many innings did they pitch each? It was like seven and some, six or something like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, they both were very good. The bullpens aren't great for either one of these teams. Yeah. So I, I would imagine you're going to see, uh, you know, the starters um, in some fill-in action, maybe. I mean, Strasburg's one of those, or Scherzer's one of those guys that if you said he went seven innings, I would not be shocked, or even eight, uh, he is a absolute bulldog. But if they get in trouble tonight, they will. Not hesitate to go to the bullpen early, and when I say bullpen, that could be anybody that's available yeah. down there in in the bullpen. Well, um, the, nat- I do well think the
0: Nationals, the- Craig. I mean, you know, they they are known for you know not being afraid to switch it up in terms of pitchers, right? I mean, they it's like they like to juggle pitchers
1: at this point of the season it's you know there is no rules i mean in the regular season um, you you try not to use up your bullpen there's no rules once the bullpen once the uh, playoff started it's there is no tomorrow and that's definitely the case and obviously a game 7 uh you know surprisingly i thought the series was going to be some low scoring games has not been the case the the uh, over is cash is actually a uh, 4-1 one, and 1 um i believe that's correct 4-1 one, and 1 in the in the including last night uh 7-2 the over was at 7 so I think this one's going to be another little higher scoring game than people expect, as both of these lineups have been uh, hitting some home runs. And, you know, Houston is a what I would consider a hitter's ballpark as well.
0: Well, it's going to be uh, I'm going to look for Juan Soto for what, uh, for the Nationals and uh, George Springer right for Houston, uh, amongst others. But does Soto coming alive finally.
1: Well, I mean, the Nationals don't have the big names that, of course, uh, Houston has as far as uh, the, the lineups are concerned. But that hasn't mattered Not this playoff. Uh, the okay. Nationals. Six six games in a row. We've had all six uh, uh, road teams win. I think that continues tonight. I'm going to take the Washington Nationals. I'm going to take the plus money with uh, a rest at Max Scherzer. Hopefully, his neck is good to go because if it is, I think the Nationals get this and pull and finish off a pull, uh, a huge upset. And I think all the sports books I've, I've heard um, are on the Nationals tonight. They need the Nationals uh, not only for. Tonight's, uh, you know, whoever's betting straight up, but also uh, for the futures, a lot of people are on Houston, including Mattress Mac, that uh, uh, has got. Uh, I think he's going to win seven point seven million from DraftKings down in Biloxi if uh, the Houston Astros win tonight.
0: Well, I don't think the Astros are going to win tonight. What's the money line on the uh, on the Nationals? Uh,
1: plus one twenty, I see that. I even see some spots even plus one twenty two, but we'll call it plus one twenty here in the Nationals. Uh, but search that around if you're not getting plus one twenty. There's several. Uh, of the legal U.S. sports books that have it listed at plus 120.
0: Oh, nice. All right. Well, some good value there. Let's move along, shall we? We promised a little college football, and uh, shall we go with the Bearcats against the Pirates? Because I believe the Bearcats are a team you follow. Are they not, Craig?
1: Yeah, my hometown team. I've been yeah. a Bearcats fan before Before I was uh, out of the womb. My uh, season ticket holders, my parents, over 40 years. More for basketball, but lately this football program has really turned it around the last, what, decade I mean, they had Brian Kelly um, and even before me with Mark D'Antonio. But uh, Luke Fickle's done a good job. Not a big fan of him when he came in. Of course, I don't like Ohio State a whole lot. So when he came in, of course, from Ohio State, playing there and coaching at Ohio State, I thought maybe – but he's, I can't complain. He's done a heck of a job, has really turned this uh, program around in his likeness. Defensive coach, um, and it's definitely a defensive-minded team that likes to run the ball and play a little lower-scoring games. I guess the East Carolina team, with Mike Houston taking over, uh, first year on the helm for East Carolina, has had a rough start to the year. And uh, I don't expect say that much again. to change. Yeah, yeah three, three and much.
0: five. Yeah, three and five, and uh, yet to win in the conference, right, uh, for the Pirates. But your Bearcats, I mean, look at this. Looks like they're on a collision course with SMU uh, for the
1: AAC title. Yeah, I mean, these two teams will probably, unless something really falls apart, they're going to face in the American Conference Championship game. I think Cincinnati is going to match up really well against that one. But when you come to this game, the lines Cincinnati Bearcats minus 23.5. I think that's a little much, even though Bearcats, I think it was like 56-6 to six last year um, that they won this uh, head-to-head matchup. That was, of course, in Cincinnati. Um, I think it's a little much because this Bearcats team, once they get up, they they kind of play run the ball, and we'll play to our strengths, which is their defense. So I don't like the 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 side in this one. I like the total here. I like the under forty six and a half. Uh, both of these teams have been really good on the under this year. Bearcats are two uh, uh, five and two against the under this year, and six and two for East Carolina. So both of them have played to the under a lot this year, um, and I think Cincinnati does so again here. I think Cincinnati wins very dominantly. I could see them winning thirty to uh, 30 to 7 type game, and I think the easier play of those two would be the under 46 and a half. Mm, as Desmond Ritter for Cincinnati continues to be impressive here quarterback, just takes care of the ball. 14 TDs and five interceptions. I don't think you're going to see him throw the ball to the other team. If that's the case, I don't really know how East Carolina scores.
0: Well, the under is six and two, and the Pirates lost eight games overall, and the Bearcats seven and three in the last ten road games. Here's an interesting stat, though. The Bearcats are 4-1 against the spread in the last five games overall and and 4-1 against the spread in the last five meetings between these two teams. So, by the way, square Seven O Seven Steam PS4 on YouTube says, OK, then, Nick, I'm from Cincinnati, too. OK, then, Nick. Oh, I see. I get it. I get the little... Oh, very clever. All right. So, (laughs) Cincinnati, minus 22, total 47. What are you taking on this one, Craig?
1: Well, actually, I got the total here at, at 46.5, and, a half, and that, that line has definitely moved to 23.5 right now. But I like the under. Under 46.5, I think this one is an easy underplay as Cincinnati's defense continues to be very impressive. If you take away the, uh, their loss against Ohio State, which, in my opinion, is the top three team in the country right now, they've been one of the more impressive teams outside of the Power Five, and I think it continues this week at Eastern Carolina.
0: All right, so we're going with the Nationals, and we're going with the under on uh, the uh, Cincinnati East Carolina Craig Trapp thank you so much you can see lots of Craig Trapp's free picks on our site picksandparleys.net pay it a visit it misses you we'll be right back after this welcome you back to picks and parlays here on the sports byline broadcast network and a big hello to our men and women in in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network I'm your host Nick Gieber find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber I'm in for Chelsea Messenger, who has decided to have a baby. So we wish her all (coughs) the best. In the meantime, loads to get to today. As promised, again, this segment, we are not bringing you a Cy Ryung Award winner. Neither are we bringing you to Sean Watson. Instead, we will do better than that. We will bring you our own superstar handicapper, to Sean Higgs. Sean, you ready to go? Let's go. We're going to be Deshaun Jackson. So we're going to be Deshaun the Jackson, excuse me. Eagles. I don't know why I said Watson. <laughs> I must be thinking. Uh, it's Halloween. I'm not, I'm, we're yeah, up. it's Halloween. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those strange days for me. Uh, the other day I gave the wrong date out, by the way. So, I mean, that's exactly what happens when you get old. Yes, Deshaun Jackson, of course. All right. Uh, NFL with Sean Higgs. Let's, Let's do it. it. Uh, we're going to start with the Bears at the Eagles. The Bears 3-4, and 2-5 and five against the spread. They've lost three in a row uh, what about Mitch Trubisky? Is he any good? That's the question. He's been pretty inconsistent. Turnovers hurting the Bears in their 17 to 16 loss to the Chargers. Then, of course, they're up against the Eagles, 4 and 4, 3 and 5 against the spread. Only a half game behind Dallas at the top of the NFC East. They had an emphatic 31 to 13 road win against, uh, who, who was it? It was the Bills, wasn't it? The Bills Buffalo, on Sunday. Yeah, yep. Yep. Uh, so, Bears and Eagles it is. I've got Philly minus 4.5, total 43. Uh, say it like you mean it, Deshaun.
2: Up to five now on really? the Philly money coming in. Yeah, and listen, this Bears team, I like them to be under their win total, three and four, proving a point, just wasting this defense because you got no quarterback. Unbelievable. You wonder, like, well, I mean, the, let's put Chase Daniel in there. Trubisky's been terrible. I mean, how, you're just wasting last year. How about last year in the playoffs, a 16-15 win for the for, um a, for the eagles they couldn't even rush for two yards a carry in that game i mean how do you give up less than two yards and not win games that's pathetic and you know what the eagles it's Wentz versus trubisky here we got weapons on offense the, the best bears running back howard he's playing for the eagles now yeah i mean terrible like how it's listen maggie's not that I won't put the guy in a hot seat because he's got solid defense and you're pretty good last year but it's time for a change. Your offense is just sputtering. I don't see how they're going to score points. And I'll be honest, I didn't like the Eagles last week. I kind of like Buffalo there, uh, three straight road games for Philly. But a big win, home, Bears, I mean, how do you back them? Five points, it's, it's open to three, three and a half, up to five. I'm laying with the Eagles here. I'm laying with the Eagles, a better team all around. And I just, how do you, I can't trust Trubisky He'd get any kind of points. He, there's no back door. You got a questionable uh, field goal kicker who misses 40-yard chippies. Yeah, forget it. Eagles. Eagles are a good team. Let's be honest. Eagles were supposed to be a Super Bowl contender here with the the Cowboys and the Niners and the Saints or whoever they they want to pull out of the NFC. They're supposed to be a top team, and they were a top team. You know, you win the Super Bowl, you're pretty good. So, listen. Uh, no faith in the Bears. Eagles better team. Five points. Let's take Philly at home here. Get it done. Cheese sticks. Yeah, well,
0: you said you're gonna you're gonna lay with the Eagles, but really the Bears are hibernating, so they'll be more likely to be the ones you're gonna lay with yeah. because that's what they're doing. But yes, uh basically, agreed. yeah. They basically the offense
2: has been hibernation for two years.
0: Yeah, the under is nine and three in the Bears lost twelve games overall, the under's eleven and five in the Eagles lost sixteen at home, the Bears zero and four against the spread in the last four meetings between these two teams. All right, you're taking the Eagles on this one at minus five, right? And we don't know. Say, yeah,
2: then total 43, why not look at the under there? I mean, you ran off yeah. some good numbers and you know the Bears aren't scoring more than 20 points.
1: So, Yep. let's look at Definitely the under 43.
0: All right, I'll go with that one. Yeah. I like it. Under 43, minus five. All right. Uh, let's move along, shall we? The Colts, five and two, uh, four, two and one against the spread. The Colts uh, have improved, improved to five and two following a 15-13 win over the Broncos. It did, however, take a Vinatieri last minute 51-yard field goal. Talk about yeah. making those field goals, huh, uh, <laughs> to come out on top. Uh, they, they, now, if they win this game and they're playing the Steelers, that will put them on top of the AFC South, which uh, is a lot. Of, there's a lot at stake here. Uh, the Steelers, 3-4, 3-3-1 three, three against the spread, coming off a 27-14 win over the Dolphins. Possible injuries, though, this is the thing, I think, on this game. Uh, James Conner and Benny Snell Jr., what are you thinking about this one, and what have you heard about these injuries?
2: Yeah, a little banged up. I think uh, Connor Snow, knee injury, somebody's got an AC joint problem. Even yeah. them, who's the other kid, Samuel, is also banged up with knee problems there. So who knows what that? But, I mean, i I'd tell you, the Colts, and I've said it before here when we've talked about them, I like Brissett taking over because he had a whole yep. year to get acquainted when Luck went down two years ago. But Think about it. Both these teams lose their – their quarterbacks, and one's sitting at five and two, the other one's putzing along, you know, trying to find an identity. And looking into this game, somebody was telling me, well, he's a, a Steeler fan. He's like, whoa, well, we beat them, you know, five straight times. I said to my buddy Scoop, I'm like, Jared, what do you I mean? That was with, that's a whole different team. That's with a Hall Actually, of Fame quarterback. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brown, who's just, there, I said, you can't, I said, that doesn't mean anything. You know, he said, throw your Steeler enough, fan out of it.
0: This is not enough, the same that, team. Interesting enough, Deshaun, I was looking this up. Brissett last year through, I played what, like two games or three games? It was ridiculous. I mean, basically, you know, he was uh, back. Yeah, right. Yeah. 1590 yards passing, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions this season. This is the sort of sports story that we all love, isn't it? I mean, coming, you know, the the, the guy that gets his chance and just makes the most out of it.
2: Well, you know, he came in, I remember he came in for New England. He got a couple, like, mop-up kind of stuff in preseason because let's be honest unless brady gets hurt and yeah right. they pull a matt castle and then they traded for him here and that that colts team couldn't close the door they were up at halftime third quarter they're just blowing games late you know in the fourth quarter could hang on now this is a good defense nice balanced offense defense they're healthier they got their linebacker and safety back are big you know spark plugs for them you got mac who can run the ball you got ty hilton who's catching it um Zach, uh, Pascal, I don't know, I think Pasquale's uh, other receiver. They got some good players around this guy. They was This team was built for Andrew Luck, but yep. you know what? Brissett could come in here and throw the ball because he did two years ago when Luck went down. Right. But the line is scary. It was like I had them as a big play last week, Indy. I'm like, Denver's terrible. They can't score the ball. But you had the Colts all of a sudden, you know, they get conservative. They do some bad play calling, which I don't expect from Reich. So this line I'm looking at, man, they're favored by 1.5 now as a pick, went up to 1.5. So that kind of like I'm a little leery of that because I think they're probably a three- or four-point better team than Pittsburgh right now from what you've seen out of Pittsburgh. I mean, beating up Miami, let's be honest, Miami's up 14 nothing early, and then they take a playoff before the, the halftime, and that's 14-10. I mean, that's just a, a bad look by Miami. You're not going to get those kind of looks from the Colts here. All right. And I just old Pittsburgh, you got moved off. I don't know. I don't like Pittsburgh. I don't think Tom, I think Tomlin's out after this year. They got a, they, they, they're trying to find a whole new flow to their team now. I think that whole from uh, Tomlin down needs to be changed. All right. We've we, we got a
0: minute and a half left. Get, I have Indy minus one, total 43 and a half. What do you have and what do we take? Make it quick. Then we got one more game.
2: Uh, I like the under a lot here, 42 and a half. I just think um, no, not much scoring here. Low scoring game.
0: All right, let's talk Titans, Carolina. Okay, and let's move along. Titans, Carolina. Titans, four and four, four and four against the spread. Last game was a 27-23 win over Tampa Bay. They're struggling offensively with only 18 and a half points a game. Carolina, four and three, four and three against the spread. One and two at home, but most recent game was a 51-13 shellacking away at the Niners. I got Carolina minus three and a half with a total of 41. You got about 40 seconds to Sean. Make it happen.
2: More than enough time. So Kyle Island uh, finally takes a loss here in bad fashion, and now you're going to hear the rumors of Cam coming back. I don't know. Cam was 0-8 the last eight starts. I say keep the rookie in there. The defense is solid. I'm actually liking Tennessee, though. Haven't given, them, g- given up more than 20 points just once this year. I'm getting three and a half, four points. Tennessee and the over. I think we'll see some points here over the total of uh, 41.5. So dogging over here in
0: Carolina. Well, I have to tell you, I'm impressed because I was actually playing some games with you because you like to run a little over. I told you we were ending sooner than we were, and you actually made it <laughs> on time. So I'm impressed. I'm impressed, Deshaun. Uh So you say you're going to take Carolina on the over on this one. The total points I have are 41. So we're taking the over. How does a team? I mean, I, I always wonder. Like you know, you get absolutely tonked 51-13. You know, how do you get your head back on straight and come back and actually perform as advertised?
2: Well, I mean, come on, these are pros. It's just one game. What Move on. It's like bend a game. Well, listen, whoever had Carolina last week, you just move on. That's a loss. Uh, compartmentalize it. It's over. New day. Let's move on. You know, I'd say you can't worry about that. That's like actually, life in general.
0: Come on. This is life one-on-one. one-on-one actually, here. Duffy, you know, Joe Duffy, who we'll have on next segment, actually says, I, I, and I and I, you know, don't want to put words in his mouth because he can put them in himself in about three minutes, uh, but he likes to say that most sports are momentum sports except for the NFL. So I think that's an interesting Comment. You
2: got a whole week off. It's not like back-to-back. It's like tonight, the Na- I like the Nationals tonight. Why? You because did. the Astros had their hearts ripped out last night. You know, they think they get a good play, and then you get a, a home run. Forget it. That team is flat. That's where your momentum comes in, your all-the-time kind of games, your basketball, your hockey, your – you get a week off. You know, you're either stewing over a bad loss or you're feeling good about yourself. That's great. But you know what? A team has a whole week to prepare for you. It's not the next day. It's not a travel day. You're talking five, six
0: days, depending on your uh, schedule. You know what? I, I'm tired of hearing about travel days and travel hardships for professional teams. It's so bloody hard, isn't it, to get on that private jet or that first class, uh, head over there and <laughs> then have be pampered and have masseuses and stay in a five-star hotel and get, you know, your nutritionist feeding you the right food. And, ah, oh, it's just such a bloody hard nice. life. I tell you what, they're certainly not flying Frontier Airlines. And those, that, those seats are like being waterboarded, I'm telling you. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, very quickly, because we really do only have 30 seconds. Uh, it's, plus 30 seconds. For the, it's plus 120 for the Nats. I take it that's what you're taking, right? The money line?
2: Yeah, like, like the Nats. Like uh, Craig was saying, Mad Max, if, he, if his neck's okay, the guy's a gamer. He's going out there six, seven innings. And, and even if he
0: goes five, I'm not worried. I got Sanchez coming in after him, who's been great in the postseason. All right, maybe Tina Turner will, will sing Thunderdome as he comes out. All right, uh, thanks so much. Coming up next, college football with the Duff Man himself. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back. Picks and Parley is coming to you live from Las Vegas. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. We should do a game, like guess guess the Twitter, but oh well. Uh, we're also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, to- and Twitter. And if you put in hashtag Parley Radio, we will do our best to put your very thoughtful and intellectual comment up on the screen, provided it's not too rude. Okay. I promised he was going to be here. And finally, the Duff man cometh, Joe Duffy. Welcome to the show. We've got some college football to get to. But before we start, I don't know if you caught the last segment. I quoted you.
3: Yeah, no, my exact quote, what I said is that college football tends to be the number one momentum sport. The other sports tend to be much more regression to the mean. But especially in pro sports, yeah, NFL is probably the number one regression of the mean sport so somewhat true of course of course, i was listening getting getting some work done why are you um, being I mean,
0: mean we- to regression what has regression ever done to you
3: i i don't know i, I don't know but i almost wish that i was yeah i, I get your joke that was a good one um <laughs> i almost wish i wasn't listening when you told me about your bikini wax that kind of well, ruined my day it's i can't get that thought out of my I,
0: you know i didn't mention the bleaching but you know we'll leave
3: that one for another time um uh, yes let's please leave it for another time like you know one of those times where when i'm not on or whatever i I might have a day or two to recover before i i can talk again
0: all right well i tell you what i know you do like to talk so let's talk a little college football shall we uh have a little regression to the mean for you uh let's start with smu 16th ranked at memphis smu are eight and oh a perfect record 6 and 2 against the spread. Uh, uh, against someone who can't speak, apparently. Against the spread. They beat a game Houston team 34 31 on Thursday. They're going to battle it out with Cincinnati for the AAC title. And then we go, we've got a Memphis 7 and 1, another team really performing. 5 and 3 against the spread. They most recently got a 42 41 win over Tulsa. SMU 6 and 2 against the spread in the last eight. The over has cashed in seven of the Mustangs' last eight. And the over is in each of the tigers' last five. I got Memphis minus three and a half, total sixty-eight and a half. And are we taking the over?
3: Well, the um line has actually moved. It was down to it was three earlier in the week, and then the public bet it up to five and a half. Although you changed the complexion of this, you and El Guapo saying that SMU and Cincinnati are on track to playing in the AAC championship game. They didn't take very well to that on Beale Street. I think it's some, some uh, bulletin board material now. You know, Memphis can make a big statement this weekend, and they are the favorites. Um, SMU fits into the short road dog angle, and as I said, I kind of stole it from another major media outlet that uses slightly different software. But my software, I can cancel out when it goes head-to-head with my home momentum systems again gets back to what we talked about at the top where college football is the number one momentum sport. So my turbo uh away, short away dog angle is 649, 483 and 30. And that would favor SMU here also uh, undefeated underdogs of two and a half or more in game six or later, a pretty good play 128, 95 and six. When I remember when I first looked it up a couple years ago, I was frankly expecting the opposite, but you know that's what I got to go by. The reason I think the line may have moved—I've never claimed to have unpublished information—but the truth is, I think there are some some syndicates out there that can find things out. Uh, Reggie Roberson for SMU still listed as questionable, still considered day to day. He's one of their big weapons. Forty-three receptions for eight hundred and three yards and six touchdowns. Uh, I do put a little bit of stock in the fact that. This is a big, you know, I always say you can't manufacture emotion, and I've already debated with somebody else in another media appearance I did this week. I do think the fact that this is a national TV game, it's on ABC, and we know that ESPN is going to be there. I do think that will affect the crowd. I do think it's going to be even more of a playoff atmosphere, a little bit more of a home field advantage for Memphis still. All in all, I think that SMU does stay undefeated here. And, uh, you know, yeah. make, uh, hopefully it won't be canceled out by you and El Guapo firing up Memphis.
0: We can fire up whoever we want.
3: It's well, our prerogative. That's, that's true. But, you know, you should have told, told me this before I placed a, little, a couple shekels on SMU.
0: <laughs> All right. By the way, on our YouTube page, just to change the topic for a minute, uh, Mike O'Brien says the Nats game is over Rover and Max and Greenkey will implode. How about that? There you go. Go for the mats. All right. So uh, we are taking. You're taking the over on this, right? Sixty eight and a half. Back no,
3: no. to no, no. I'm, I'm taking SMU. In fact, um, if anything, I would lean towards the under. I Take do SMU have SMU a... in the under. Okay. Yeah, I would lean towards the under, but I would go with SMU.
0: So what do you got on SMU? Uh, was that plus three?
3: Uh, no, I got plus five and a half. And so I plus I five
0: and a half. Program. Wow. Okay. Maybe yeah. I missed what you were saying earlier because I was sleeping. Yeah. Just kidding. Okay. I didn't yeah. write it down. All right. Uh, let's go next. Um, oh, my God. Do we have to do this one? Why do, why do we have to do the University of Spoilt Children? Seems like every day we have to do this yeah. team. Now, of course, they're playing uh, number seven ranked Oregon. Oregon 7-1, and 4-4 four and four against the spread. The Ducks are 7-0 and oh after season opening loss against Auburn. On Saturday, they needed a last gasp 26-yard field goal to beat Washington 27-35. Uh, USC 5-3, 4-4 four four against the spread. Or Quite frankly, whatever it is you want to pay them to be, because that's how it works at the University of Spoiled Children, they're taking any dollars you're giving them. Okay, it's enough. But no, it's never enough bashing the Trojans. The Trojans won four or five conference games and would be in pole position for the Pac-12 championship game with a win here which absolutely tears at my soul, let me tell you. Tears at my soul. In the meantime, this game has gone over in the last meeting. Uh, In the last six meetings, I have Oregon minus five, total of 61. How do you see this? Please tell me SC are going to get murdered.
3: Yeah, and St. Nick, it's usually me who winds up previewing the University of Spoiled Children game every week, it seems like. Indeed. Um, Yes, we'll find out in a moment if I'm going to make you happy or sad. But we do have an angle about fading a team off of a win, but two straight horrible defensive efforts. Is 114, 68, and 3. So that would say to uh, fade Oregon and therefore obviously go with USC. Oregon allowed 66 points over the last two games. But that brings up a very interesting situation, St. Nick. Since 1980, only 37 times has a team given up at least 62 points over the last two games, but still allow less than 16 points per game on the season. And said teams are 11 at 24 and 2. Again, that would also say to fade Oregon and therefore go against USC. So, in other words, a heck of a defense that's trending down, and and you're going to talk about you know a big bell curve. They're definitely going down. Uh, USC, they've suffered a ton of injuries this year, but the university spoiled children. They are expected to get back cornerback Chris Steele and defensive end Christian Rector. They'll probably play this week, so USC's defense should be a little healthier. Plus, I put a little stock into that baptism by fire. Not to mention the fact they're going to be a little bit undervalued um you know and and look keaton slovis he's had some ups and downs this year but he did so show some intestinal fortitude down last week to colorado looked like they were going to get upset played well in the fourth quarter two touchdown passes sorry uh nick i'm gonna have to go with the university of spoiled children plus the points
0: and you know you said that i've never heard anyone say usc are undervalued well i agree i think usc is well i think actually i disagree i think usc is overvalued, the most overvalued institution there is. They've never undervalued. Come on. Come on, Duff man. Let's get with the program here, all right? Okay, let's, yeah. move, <laughs> let's move along. Uh, TCU at Oklahoma State is the next uh, selection. Now, we've curated these games specifically for you out there because, well, this is what we do. And if we're not getting you the game on this show that you want, you're going to find it on our website at picksandparlays.net, where the pick will most likely be free. And if you're ready, you can always kick it up a notch with our expert free picks, of which the Duffman himself has a complete package for you. In the meantime, though, let's get back to TCU at Oklahoma State. TCU 4-3, and 3-4 three, three and four against the spread, coming off a 37-27 win at home against Texas. Scoring about 34.3 points per game, and I just pulled that number out the, of my head because I'm just that sort of a genius. Oklahoma State five and three, six and two against the spread. Most recently had a solid 34-27 win over Iowa State. Uh, TCU seven and three straight up in the last ten games. Uh, I got Oklahoma State minus six and a half with a total of 61 and a half. I'm probably not valid anymore. How do you see that, Duffer?
3: Yeah, this line has actually dropped a a little bit. Oklahoma State was a much bigger favorite, but they're down to only a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in some areas. And, yeah, you were talking about the games we previewed. The truth is, with my picks at picksandparleys.net, I don't care if they're high profile. We tend to lean towards the high profile on the radio show, but my picks, my premium picks, doesn't matter. I'm just worried about games that win. So if you're in it, action maybe i'm not the first handicap you want to choose but if you're into winners whether it's a game you got to watch on your computer or a game you can watch on national tv that's what i'm going to give you um, road underdogs off of the cover is home favorites a very good play 220 141 11 that would favor tcu short road underdogs this game now does fit into the system after the line dropped a, a little bit 649 483 and 30 i explained that a little bit um before what's interesting though oklahoma state they're either winning by large margins or losing by such. Their six-point loss uh, earlier this year was the closest, so it kind of makes the money line more tempting, although it does seem to be the line's been going down anyway. Uh, Oklahoma State, Chubba Hubbard, uh, top running back uh, in the nation, averaging 172.6 points per game. fact that Oklahoma State usually pass-oriented, they're running a lot more, and still these lines are still made a little bit on perception. That's part of the reason they've gone under four of six. However, note the TCU... Did well against him last year. Held him to a season low, 42 Mm. yards on just 13 carries. Uh, Big injury, though, here. Uh, Lewis Ning, the uh, huge blow, very likely all Big 12 left tackle for TCU is out. That's going to hurt the running ability. Uh, Cowboys, weak defense here, and they're allowing an average of 436.8 points per game. Going to stick with my theme, alphabet soup. All acronyms here. TCU Mm. plus the two and a half.
0: So you went with USC. You're going to go with TCU. Okay, all right. I We're going to go to with that you. one. Yeah, the acronym, man. All right, uh, by the way, as we mentioned, let uh, will tell you what, before we, we do the promotion here, very quickly, um, World Series action tonight. Uh, you have the Nationals too, right?
3: Yeah, but what I don't like is the fact my computer actually said they're better on the run line where you've got to lay some serious juice. So I think there's a possibility of a One run, uh, Houston win here tonight. But the the Nationals on the run line, I think, is the better play. But you do got to lay some juice, which I don't like to do, but I got to let the facts guide me.
0: Did you get, uh, you got game six, because you were the one that said go with the Nationals yesterday, I think, right?
3: Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and be a history revisionist and tell you that I love that it wasn't a premium play, but I did feel that it was certainly the much, much better value.
0: Well, you could be a revisionist, because it seems like everybody these days is revising history to their benefit. Well, why not you?
3: I know. I I want to do a show on one of the news networks and do a revision of the show on politics, but that's another story altogether.
0: Right, but that actually brings up a point I want to make, which is that all of our handicappers, their picks are transparent. You can see their records. We don't BS you to be polite about it, okay? Our handicappers are excellent. Their records are there for you to see. At picksandparleys.net, we want you to know that you are getting the genuine article, that you are getting the real picks, and whether they're on a great run or, a, or, or not such a great run, it's all there. It's totally transparent. We have a special offer right now for NBA season. We have our NBA package until tomorrow. It's $100 off. It's $599 for one capper, And if you want to make it even better, it's $799 for two cappers, all the way through the end of the playoffs. Right, Duffer, Duffman, thank you so much. I'm sure we'll be speaking to you uh, between now and the end of the week. In the meantime, we've got to go to break and uh, have a great one. All right, uh, up next, I'm going to be recapping today's picks because we gave out so many, you couldn't possibly have memorized them all. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back to Picks and Parlays. Hope you have enjoyed the show. Just a reminder, we are with you each and every weekday from 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 1 p.m. Pacific, if you're on the left coast live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also American Forces, iHeart, tune in and, of course, streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Just a programming note before we give you our recap. Tomorrow, I'll be giving you my Chelsea Messenger will be hosting tomorrow. I know you guys will be happy to see her and her face and not mine. Uh, Tomorrow, though, I will be giving you some Premier League picks. So if you're out there waiting for them, they'll be coming tomorrow. And Chip Cherimbus with some NFL and Craig and El Tigre will be giving us College football, rapid fire. All right, let's get to our recap of today's picks. As promised, here they are. Uh, Craig gave us the Nationals at Astros. Game seven, he gave us Nationals plus 120. For college football, Cincinnati at East Carolina, we said take the under 46 and a half. Then we had Deshaun Higgs doing some NFL. Bears at Eagles, take the Eagles minus five. Colts at Steelers, take the under 42.5 42.5 and Titans at Panthers take the Titans plus four and over 41.5 and finally we wrapped it up with the Duff man himself Joe Duffy with his college football picks SMU at Memphis take SMU plus six Oregon at the University of Spoiled Children he said take those spoiled children plus 0.05 0.5 excuse me half a point and TCU at Oklahoma State he said take TCU plus two and a half. Those were our picks today on the show. If you missed any of them, you can, of course, go back and watch the show on YouTube because it'll be up there. By the way, Christiana Sibosi says, Doctor of Doctors, Week 11 is near, but I was surprised about Leicester City 9-0. This time draws of total goals when you will be live. Good night. I will be giving you some Premier League picks tomorrow. Do not worry. Dr. Nick will be here with the Premier League tomorrow. In the meantime, go to net. You can check out all of our great free picks and, of course, our expert picks are waiting there for you. Don't forget our NBA special, $5.99 for one cap or $7.99 for two. It's 100 bucks off, folks. It's only good until tomorrow. Go to picksandpalays.net. Take advantage of that special offer right now. In the meantime, we're going to go away and we'll be back tomorrow, same time. Hope you'll stay with us. Till then, bet, win, repeat.